Welcome back to Being Human is Weird. This is Carrie and Abby, and we are so glad you're here. Thank you for continuing on this journey with us as we are now in 2023 officially. Um, we are here to talk today about how we can set mindful intentions for the new year. Abby and I are pretty familiar with how to walk people through setting new goals, but we really want to spell it out for you. And bonus, once you hear this episode, look for an infograph on Instagram of everything we discussed today so that you can really implement it, not only by hearing our lovely voices, but then by looking at it visually and taking your time with it. So what we like to start off with as health coaches is identifying our values and Abby, do you have a way that you like to do this with your clients or how do you go about identifying your values to get to your goal setting? Sure. So it can be really difficult for individuals to think positive thoughts about themselves. So sometimes what I'll do is just say, think about three people that you admire and what qualities and attributes do those people possess that you admire? And yeah. Once you've identified those, choose a few of them that resonate most with you. So maybe they're honest, they're trustworthy, and they're kind. And those are three things that you're working on. Use those qualities about those people to create values for yourself. A good way, like you're saying, to recognize our values is to recognize what we do admire in other people. Like I definitely admire Abby's authenticity and humor, kindness, and intel. Well, I'm, I could just go on and on with oh, Abby, but so sweet. <laughs> certain qualities of hers that I really admire are things that I am trying to cultivate more of. I want to be more authentic within my relationships and how I show up in the world. I want to bring a better sense of humor. I tend to be more serious. Um, I'm funny too, you guys, but <laughs> she's very funny. <laughs> she's very funny. <laughs> and I want to bring a better sense of humor to those things that happen in life that maybe aren't so funny in the moment that are frustrating and instead say, ah, <laughs> oh, being human is weird, right? <laughs> so that's a quality that I can identify in Abby and know that I want to cultivate more of that for myself. So the next step is visualizing your favorite you or your best life. And as a bonus, we released an additional episode today with a visualization meditation so that you can really take your time with this step if you would like. If not, that's all right. It's there for you. But we're also going to walk you through this step. So once you have those core values in mind, take a few minutes for yourself and really Visualize what an ideal day would be for you from the time you wake up, where you're at, what you're doing throughout the day, what people are around you. Just notice everything and walk through an entire day that way, however long or short you want that thought or visualization process to be. And then write, draw, or maybe make a vision board. Again, whatever works for you. But just make sure you do that in detail. What did that day look like? What did it feel like? What were you grateful for? 
what were you doing to benefit yourself and others? And also think about what wasn't present, maybe self-doubt or anxiety or a very specific worry or fear. Maybe that wasn't there in your ideal day. So make note of that as well. Those are really great examples, Carrie. And I like the way that you said you can write it, you can draw it, you can make a vision board. So it doesn't have to be this thing where you're, again, laying in the grass, visualizing how your entire life is going to go. It's just what's realistic for you. And I think probably one of the most important things is setting your priorities when you do this. Once we've identified all of those things, what matters and what doesn't, you can then start thinking about what do I want to incorporate more of? What do I want to feel more of? What do I want to get rid of? And what do I want to feel less of? So that, like Abby said, will help set your priorities. And by your priorities being based in your values, you are more likely to stick with the goals once we get to that step, because they're all based in things that really do matter to you versus just how you think you should be doing big life things. No, let that go. What matters to you? That's what we're after here. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to the next part, defining our goals. I think it can be so easy, especially this time of year, to set these giant goals and then we lose energy around them. We feel guilty about not completing them. We feel shame, or maybe we do stick with them for a while, but they still fizzle out. Or maybe you are a rock star and you make a new year goal every year and you absolutely stick to it. And if so, please let us know who you are and what you're doing because we need we to We will copy give you, you our podcast. <laughs> You're in charge now. Yes. <laughs> okay. So defining your goals, there are different types of goals and your goals could be achievement goals, meaning I will open my business by 2024. Bonus little hack here. Any goals that you're setting should be at least six months out or more. That means you get six months to make it into a habit. So please set it six to 12 months out from now. So that was an achievement goal. There's also continuous goals, like I will practice daily meditation or I will have a daily gratitude practice. Um, if you're really digging our last episode on gratitude, then carry that with you into the new year. If it's too easy, we human beings tend to get a little bored and quit. And if it's too hard, we tend to get frustrated and quit. We're so good at quitting. So back to our goals, does it stretch you, but is still achievable? Does it align with those values that you already figured out for yourself in step one? And is it clearly defined? I'm sure that everyone at some point has taken a gym class against their will or otherwise, and they've heard of SMART goals. Carrie, when you say, when you ask, is it clearly defined? What's important for everyone to realize is having a goal that's like, I want to lose weight. That's awesome if that's something you're interested in, or I want to get a new job, or I want to cook more, or I want to whatever. To reach the achievement goal, we have to have those small continuous goals. And that's where SMART goals come in. They are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant to your goals, and they're time-bound. So Carrie, what's an example okay, something I've been terrible with is drinking water lately. I'm clocking in 
around maybe 16 ounces a day, I look and feel terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Let's walk through this. Your goal is to drink more water. So how much water do you want to drink per day? Because I've been drinking so little, it's not realistic at all for me to say, oh, I want to drink, you know, a hundred ounces. So I'm going to try for 60, 60 ounces of water. You want 60 ounces of water in every day of the week. Yes. Okay. Measurable. How are you going to measure this? How do you know if you got 60 ounces in? Well, I have this big, beautiful TJ Maxx special water jug that I'm holding up to the camera like anybody can see it, but they can't. Um, And it's 55 ounces. So I think if I drink one of those and a cup of tea every day, I will hit 60 or more. Perfect. So we're going to use that giant water bottle to help you measure. Is this attainable? Do you feel like this is realistic? I do. I do think that I can do it. And knowing that you want to feel better, look refreshed and dewy, this sounds like it is also very relevant to your overall life goals and values. Yes. Is that right? Yes, it is. Yep. And then we just need to add it time bound. So Abby, how long would you like to stick with the 60 ounces of water each day until we reassess and see what's working and if you want to change that at all? I want to do... Two full weeks at 60 ounces. And then if, you know, if it went really poorly, I can maybe cut down to 50. And if it went really well, maybe I'll bump it up. Yay. You just set a smart goal. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! That's just an example of how it could go. But if you think about something that you're interested in, obviously you can use water if you want to, but thinking about incorporating vegetables. If you're somebody who has eaten one piece of broccoli in the last three weeks, all of a sudden going to seven servings of fruits and vegetables a day probably isn't going to be something that's realistic for you. So a a smart goal surrounding nutrition and vegetables would be, I want to add one serving of vegetables three days this week. You know, however you want to do it, but you have all of these different components of the goal that makes it more specific and easier to attain because you're not just saying, I need to eat more vegetables. I want to eat more vegetables this week. Yep, absolutely. And having a way to measure it, how will you know when you've achieved your goal or how will you know when that goal needs adjusting? That's where the measurable really comes in. And I know that food tracking is not everybody's favorite. If we're talking about the vegetable, find a different way to track. That's okay. You don't have to go to tracking every single piece of food that you put into your mouth. I know that for a lot of people that is overwhelming. And for a lot of people, it's super beneficial and it's what keeps them on track. And they absolutely love that system. There's no right or wrong here. It's what works for you. And then of course we get into the okay, I have these goals. They're clearly defined. They align with my values uh, how do I actually get started? (laughs) So you've done all the work and trust that you've done all the work. Think about what are the very first steps you're going to take. So for the water example, if Abby didn't have that bottle of water yet, a first step she might take is to get a water bottle that is 55 or 60 ounces so that she could clearly measure that throughout the day. That would be one of her first steps. Maybe another step would be making sure you have access to water that you find tasty. So that could be 
straight out of your tap. That could be filtered water. That could be maybe you're putting lemon slices in your water. But for right now, think about those first few steps that you can take or need to take. If your goal is to take more walks outside, do you have proper footwear? Do you have cozy leggings or bundled up coats that you're going to need, especially during this winter, it seems like already. And then just like Abby said, we get into, let's reassess this. So set a time for yourself right now, whatever your goal ends up being. Do you want to touch base with yourself every week, every two weeks, every month? That's a good time to ask yourself what's been working. What did I find isn't working? Maybe it's it's really stressful to try to go for a walk every single day at 3.30. Maybe it turns into, I just want to move my body for 15 minutes at some point in the day. Don't have any judgment surrounding any of this. And Carrie said this in one of our earlier episodes, treat this like it's an experiment. It's not a habit that you already have and are already comfortable with. So now is the time, once you've been doing it for a little while, to assess what do I like about this? What don't I like about it? And then adjust. And know that you're not a failure because something has to change. Everybody's not the same. Nobody has the same schedule or life that you have. So it's important that you eliminate all of the judgment, the negativity surrounding it. Make sure that you're making time to celebrate the wins that you do have. Maybe for me, I don't hit 60 ounces of water at the end of the day, but I hit 40 and that's more than I was doing leading up until this point. So I'm just going to pat myself on the back and know that tomorrow's another day and think about, okay, how can I make sure that I get in a little bit more? Yes, that's beautiful. I love that reminder to celebrate your wins, even if it wasn't the ultimate goal, like Abby said, to celebrate what you did do. And that also brings me to what I would say is one of the final steps, because there are no truly final steps. We're constantly evolving here. And then we have to detach from the outcome um, because ultimately the growth is going to be in the process itself and there's no such thing as perfection. So it's great to have that goal in mind, but let's just focus on the day-to-day and what you're doing for yourself each day. If you do have those setbacks, those are opportunities to learn and to grow and try out something new. That's just exciting and part of being human. Yeah. This is not going to be where you wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden you do steps one through six and you're a complete rock star goal setter. Start small with things that you can control, not things that you're dreading even thinking about starting. Yep. So the first thing and most important thing that's going to carry you through this is to identify your values. What's important to you? And maybe that means just digging deep and thinking about what are my strengths, what's important to me, what am I good at, or thinking about someone that you admire, things that you like about them that you'd like to become more of. And then spend some time on Carrie's visualization exercise that's also posted, hello, hello, and visualize yourself, your favorite version of you, and your best life. What does that look like? A day in your normal life um, is probably best. Once you've done that, set your priorities. What are some themes or activities or feelings that you experienced in that visualization that you think, wow, I would be so much better off if that was part of my day every day? And use all of those things to bring it together and define your goal. 
And what are some steps that you can start this week or today, right now, to help you get closer to that? What's the first step that you need to take? How can you make sure that you take it? And then check in with yourself every once in a while. You know, if you say by next week, I want to have done X, Y, Z, make sure you check in with yourself next week at that time and think what worked, what didn't, what can I adjust? And be sure that you trust yourself to get these things accomplished. We talked last uh, two weeks ago about how you wake up and get through the day every day. So you can trust yourself to do that. You can trust yourself to do these little goals that you're setting. And like Carrie said, don't let the process make you unhappy. Don't let it be stressful and make sure that you're focusing on something that lights you up and energizes you right now. And know that if you have to, you can always adjust and change. That was beautifully said and summed up, Abby. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. We are so excited to hear about how goal setting goes for you and what you got going on and how we can support you in those goals. So keep us posted within our Instagram account so that we can keep doing episodes that really align with where you are on your journey. And we'll see you next time. We'll talk to you next time. (laughs) If you also think that being human is weird, make sure you follow us on Instagram at being human is weird. That's where we're going to share resources, inspiration, and news about our podcast. And we would love to hear from you. So slide into our DMs with questions, comments, and what you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for listening, weirdos. Weirdos.